What's up, everybody? How's everyone doing? Welcome back to Trash Talk. Hope everyone had a great weekend. I did. I for sure had a great weekend. Allah, I know I said last week I didn't really like Halloween, but uh, I, I kind of do now. I kind of do. Uh, it was fun. I had a great Halloween. It was really fun. And uh, I will be talking about that, not today. Because as you know, today is the day we talk about sports. That's how I always like to start off my week. We have a lot, especially this week. We got the World Series. This Saturday, we got uh, Canelo Alvarez and Caleb Plant. Uh, we got UFC 268. We got Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury. I'll just give you an early prediction for that one. And, of course, the greatest sport of all time, football, baby. Actually, no, you can't see it right now, but I'm actually watching – the Chiefs-Giants game, and so far, wow, this game is pretty ass. I'm not going to lie. I mean, score is 7 nothing Chiefs right now, and, uh, well, Chiefs, of course, are doing their thing. Patrick Mahomes is coming down at the 8-9 yard line and throws an interception. So right away, I, I'm yelling and squealing like a pig because he got a pick, and I'm excited for it. And then, you know, Daniel Jones and the New York Giants get the ball. And guess what Daniel Jones does? He throws a pick. Daniel Jones is ass. I mean, he is garbage. He's not good at all. He's not having a good year. I mean, you could tell just by looking at the Giants record that they're not having a good year. I know they're 2-5 and five and the Chiefs are 3-4. and four, But, you know... The Chiefs are three and four because they're having a rocky season, but the last three seasons have been oh, oh, Patrick Mahomes almost just threw another interception right now. That was a close one. I'd have been squealing again. That would have been a pick six to the crib. Patrick Mahomes is having a bad year, man. He's just having a really bad year. Um, a lot of bad throws, and then you know they're playing a team, the New York Giants, who have even worse throws. You know, Giants suck. I mean, Giants are they're they're terrible. They're pretty bad, you know. I don't know. Speaking of football, and we're not going to talk about the Giants or the Chiefs because I have the Giants right next to me on my left, and I'm watching the game as Patrick Mahomes is going to throw a nice 10-yard pass to Tyreek Hill. But I ain't Tony Romo, so I ain't going to commentate. Yes, baby. The L.A. Rams on another winning streak, 6-1. and one. You love to see it. I love to see it. And guess what? Rams fell asleep 6-1. and one. Von Miller fell asleep four and four, and he woke up six and one. Yes, Von Miller is going to the LA Rams. Oh, I was so happy. I was. I I couldn't believe it. I was so happy when I found out Von Miller was coming to the LA Rams. Now you got Aaron Donald, Michael Brockers, you know, uh Jalen Ramsey, and now you got Von Miller. I mean, that defense already was unbelievably good. Now you had an eight time all pro. A defensive player of the year, a Super Bowl champ, you know, the great veteran player, and he still kind of has it. No, not like he was in Super Bowl 50, but he still has it. And you take it and you put it in the LA Rams. I'm telling you, man, that defensive line is going to be sick. Honestly, it's going to be insane. LA Rams, I think right after they got him, that was big. I thought, you know, they're, they were. A Super Bowl contender, if not a playoff contender. All oh, right, of course, a playoff contender, and testing the waters with uh, 
Arizona and Tampa Bay to make the Super Bowl, but now I think they're the run. I think they're the main face of making the Super Bowl because of Von Miller. I mean that defensive key, it's it's huge. And of course, Von Miller didn't play last week, but he said it. You know, he's ready to play this week, and hopefully, he does play. I mean, they face Tennessee, and guess what? Uh, Derrick Henry's out. Yeah, Derrick Henry's hurt. You know, he's he's facing six to ten weeks on the IR with a foot injury. He might need surgery on his foot. So let me just get into the Tennessee Titans real quick. I mean, we've seen how Tennessee played without their wide their key wide receivers. They're gonna lose, right? So now we're gonna see the Tennessee Titans play without the face of their offense, Derrick Henry. So the question is, could they play without Derrick Henry? I mean it proved when they played the Jets that they can't play without their star wide receivers. Now the real question is playing the best defense in the league, LA Rams, who let up zero points. Yeah, they put up the Texans put up twenty two points, but if you watch that game entering the fourth quarter, they took out all their starters. Aaron Donald didn't t- and Jalen Ramsey didn't touch the fourth quarter. You know their starters, they put in their second and third strings in just to you know play with their food because Texans suck. They're a waste of an organization. You know, I'm huge into fantasy football, and I got the L.A. Rams defense. And, you know, Houston Texans want to be a bunch of assholes and steal nine points away because they're a bunch of pieces of fucking shit. So let me just be real with you. Houston Texans suck. I mean, they, they, they put up zero points against the L.A. Rams. You can say they put up 22, but they put up 22 against second and third strings while they were playing their hearts out with their first string. So congratulations to you, Houston Texans. You're one in six. You guys fucking suck. But um, imagine how that defense is going to look now with Vaughn Miller. I mean, the only team that has really put up that many points against them is the Arizona Cardinals. And I think that was just Kyler Murray's and the, honestly, the whole team of the Arizona Cardinals offensive defense, that was their best game of the season. I mean, they just came off a loss. A.J. Green fell asleep on the field. I mean, I don't know what the fuck that was. You know, Thursday night football game under the lights. You're watching it in your home. You're playing in your home uh, home field advantage. You're driving down the field. 15 seconds left in the fourth. Kyler Murray snaps the ball. He's ready to throw it to you. Out route to A.J. Green. You fall asleep and throw an interception and lose the game. This is why the Bengals didn't want you, brother. Wake up. Wake up, brother. But, um, you know, Derrick Henry's out, and they face the Rams. I think Tennessee's going to lose. You know, I think the Rams are going to walk through Tennessee because, you know, they have a good secondary, and that's going to be the main focus for um, the Titans this week. They're going to look to throw the ball a lot, and they're probably going to put Jalen Ramsey on Julio Jones, and that's a great matchup. Um, they're going to put their secondary on A.J. Brown, which is also going to be a good matchup because, you know, Rams do have a good secondary. And then the question is, who's going to be, you know, it's just how the offensive line is going to look against the Tennessee Titans. I mean, we saw how the Arizona Cardinals went up against the Tennessee Titans. I mean, they walked right through them. Like, literally walked right through them first game of the season. And, of course, they made their adjustments. Of course, they showed against the Buffalo Bills. They showed against... uh the it showed against the Kansas City Chiefs, but you know, this is not the Kansas City Chiefs, this is not the Buffalo Bills, this is the LA Rams. And I think the LA Rams right now, and in all the power rankings, they're number two. And with Vaughn Miller after next week, they're gonna be number one. You know, I think they're the number they're the face of football right now, and I, I do believe it. 
I think with Derrick Henry being out, man, it, it it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt them a lot, you know. Um cuz he was getting about 30 about 30 snaps a game, about just about. And now you take away 30 snaps and now the running back is probably going to get like in from instead of Derrick Henry doing 30, maybe running back is only going to get 20 to 15 touches and everything's just going to be a pass. So if you lock up the pass game and you have a second string running back out there going up against the best defensive line right now in the league, it's not going to look too good, you know. It's not going to be the best and I don't think the Titans have a chance and I don't think anyone in the league has a chance right now with adding Von Miller. Honestly, I I really don't believe that. Wow, the Giants suck. Jesus. Giants are fucking ass. I'm watching the game right now. They're just horrible. They get worse and worse every year. I mean, Carolina's a f- Carolina was a fluke. That's why they won the game. Carolina's ass. Sam Darnold's ass. Man, they look bad. They look so bad. You know, I don't understand how you can be an organization and just go out there and just suck. Some people, some people just suck, you know, I guess. And they're the ones who suck, you know, like, I don't get it. I really don't. But, um, yeah, I don't really see how tight the Titans are going to play out. It's going to be fun to watch. I think that they could have a chance. I mean, not against the Rams, but after that game, maybe if, you know, they play teams who don't have a good secondary with A.J. Brown and with Julio Jones, it could work. I would like to see it. And it's going to be very interesting to watch, you know. Anyway... Let's get to uh let's get into it. Yes. Uh I don't know if anyone noticed it, but it was announced that over the weekend Jake Paul is going to be fighting Tommy Fury. That's going to be an interesting fight. You know, these guys have been bickering and beefing all for a very long time now. And I can't wait to see that. I think that's going to be a very good fight. I think it's going to be uh I I think it's going to go to distance, honestly. Because, you know, Jake Paul's not a real boxer, and Tommy Fury sucks. And if I'm just going to be real with you and I'm going to make a prediction, I think Jake Paul's going to win this fight. I do. You know, this ain't Love Island. And, you know, this Jake Paul has been training for quite some time now. He's getting better and better. I mean, he stood his ground with Tyron, with Tyron Woodley and won that fight. I mean, everyone was like, no, nah, Tyron Woodley won that fight. If you think Tyron Woodley won that fight, you must have been watching a different fight. Because guess what? Jake Paul won. Tyron Woodley maybe out of the eight rounds won three. Jake Paul won that shit unanimously. And the only reason why they said split decisions is because they didn't want to embarrass the shit out of him. Yeah. Jake Paul right now is undefeated. And I think Jake Paul is going to win that fight. I do. I really do think that he's going to go out there and kick his ass. I think he's just better than Tommy Fury. I don't think Tommy Fury has what it takes to win. You know, if you see the guys who Tommy Fury has fought, I think they have a combined record of over 200 losses. Now, I could be wrong, but then again, am I ever really wrong? You know, think about it. You sit there right now and ask yourself, when am I ever wrong? When is Alex Costa? Ever wrong, you know what you can do, and the answer for that question is he's never wrong. I got Jake Paul winning a fight, I really do. 
I, I got him whipping on Tommy Fury's ass, you know, and Tommy Fury is going to have to change his name because I don't know, because <laughs> Tyson Fury said it. Tyson Fury and Tyson Fury's father, they said it. They were like, if he loses his fight, he's done. You know, like he's not a part of his fucking family. And I agree. You know, I totally agree. I mean, the father was a bare knuckle champion back in the town of wherever the fuck. And then Tyson Fury is the heavyweight champion in the world. And now you have a disappointment son who's fighting Jake Paul and you can't even fucking finish the job. You're a boxer, right? Box. I mean, that's your job. You're supposed to box. So, box. And if you can't beat him, and I'm talking about brutally beat him and knock him out, then are you really a boxer? And that's why I think that Jake Paul is going to win that fight because I don't think Tommy Fury has what it takes to win that fight. I mean, his fights are boring. You know, he's seven and zero with four with four KOs, and I mean, he's fought absolutely nobody. He's fought a bunch of bums. I'm not saying Jake Paul has fought anyone. I mean, he's fought a basketball player, a YouTuber, and an old retired UFC champion. Now it's time. Now this is it. This is this is for Tommy Fury. This is his real fight for Jake Paul. This is his real fight, and I think this is a very, very evenly matched fight. Both in their 20s, both around the same height, both the same weight, both around the same reach, you know, both around the same size. It's going to be very good, you know. Dana White, I know I'm going to be tuning in. Everyone's going to be tuning in. It's going to be very interesting to watch. My early prediction for that fight, I'm going to go with Jake Paul because, I mean, shit, I don't think Tommy Fury has what it takes. Tyson was like, the only way he can win that fight, no, not by rounds. No, he has to knock him out. And if he doesn't do it, I'll knock. I'll do it myself. And he wasn't talking about Jake Paul. He's talking about he's gonna knock out Tommy Fury. <laughs> I found it interesting. I was like, Jesus, this guy, Tyson Fury. I mean, after Tyson Fury's last fight with Deontay Wilder, he can say whatever he wants. Man can't be stopped. He's literally the greatest. He's not the greatest. Let me rephrase that. He is literally the heavyweight world champion in the world. There's no one in this world besides Francis Ngannou, maybe, that can actually fight him. You know? That's sick, right? I can't wait for that fight. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be very, very fun to watch. It is. I can't wait to see it. You know, guess what? Also, we got another World Series going on right now. You know? Right now, uh, Atlanta... Is it's tied? No, it's not tied. I'm sorry. It's three two, and um, you know, Atlanta is up three two right now. They had their game yesterday. I thought Atlanta was gonna win yesterday. They're doing good. They're up four two. I turned my neck and it's five four, and then they ended up losing nine four. I hope Atlanta wins. I don't think anyone in this world is actually going for Houston. You know, if you're going for Houston, you're either a Houston fan or an asshole. So I think if you're going for Atlanta, uh, you're an actual baseball fan. Because Houston is a bunch of cheaters. I don't like Houston at all. They cheated, you know, and it's it's not fair. You know, think about it. When you cheat, what are the, what are your, the repercussions for it? You know, you get suspended. You get fined. You get kicked out. These guys cheat. And what happens? Absolutely nothing. And it shows you that you can cheat and get away with it and win a World Series and steal an MVP. And But if you hit and physically abuse a woman, 
you get suspended, fined, and kicked out of the league. So do you agree with that? I don't agree with that. I thought that the Houston the Houston Astros should have got suspended. They should have got the ring taken away. They should have gotten Altuve should have gotten his World Series uh finals uh his um MVP strip from him and should have been given to Aaron Judge. I thought the LA Dodgers should have been given their World Series ring instead of them. I mean, of course, LA did win. So a few years later, so kudos to them. But still, it's in a way where it's like, how could you allow that? So here they are again, you know, in a, on, a, on on in the same place they were um, when they cheated. And yeah, they played the Nationals and they lost. So this is it. Can they prove that they can win without cheating? And right now it's a three-two series. You know, do I think that they could win? I don't think they can. I think without them cheating, I think they're going to lose. I think they're a good team, at, and it proves that they're the best team in the American League. But, you know, when it comes down to it, they can't win. And it's showing right now. It's showing when they played the Nationals. And it's showing right now when they play the Braves, you know. I was talking to a buddy of mine, and I said that I don't know if anyone has noticed this yet, but if the Atlanta Braves win – that's going to be the second team in that division to win a World Series in the past three years. You know, Nationals won it, and um, the Braves could win it. You know, now you're sitting with the Phillies, Mets, and Marlins. I, th- I don't think the Phillies are going to go anywhere. You know, Phillies aren't really going to go anywhere at all. I personally don't like the Phillies. Fuck the Phillies. Um, you know, they're a bunch. They're hype. Bryce Harper, he's overrated. I think the Mets have a great chance. I'm a huge Mets fan, and I think the Mets do have a good chance. You know, I think they have what it takes. Uh, Syndergaard, DeGrom, you know, Javier Baez, Francisco Lindor. They have great pitching. Um, you know, they just, need, they just need a big bat. I think that's their next goal, and that's the biggest thing for the Mets this offseason. They just need a big bat, you know. And Carlos Correa said it in an interview. He wouldn't mind playing in New York. Hopefully, he was talking about the Mets and not the Yankees. I'm pretty sure he wasn't. He wouldn't be talking about the Yankees, you know, because I mean, they hate him over there. But I mean, look at Garrett Cole. He went from Houston to the Yankees, and he choked because Garrett Cole's overrated. But uh, that's interesting, you know. I just got an update here that uh, Daniel Jones just threw a touchdown to Rudolph. Not a boy, Daniel. Daniel Jones is also overrated. This week in fantasy, I got absolutely blown out. You know, I had no chance whatsoever. I actually have Daniel Jones starting as my quarterback in fantasy. It's the biggest waste I have because he's overrated and he sucks. You know, it's 7-7 right now. I'm watching the game right now. You know, it's 7-7. And uh, Patrick Mahomes has an interception. Daniel Jones has an interception. Giants are 2-5. and five. Chiefs are 3-4. and four. I mean, if you're the Giants playing this game, wouldn't you, you know, in the locker room, like, these guys are beatable. Like, we can do this. And it's not even it's, – it's the defense – you know, I don't know how to explain this, but the defense can do it all. All you have to do is stop Patrick Mahomes. And throughout the season, 
in the past seven games, it it has shown that this is possible that he could be stopped. You know, especially after last week, it shows that he literally could be stopped. You know, so if I'm the New York Giants, you know, I'm telling I'm putting a lot of pressure on the defense because on the defense because on the offense, the Kansas City defense is not good at all. Oh man, Patrick Mahomes almost threw another interception. I mean, this is what I'm talking about. Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, he they figured him out, and I think every team has figured him out. I think it's a it's it's a count of poor decision making on Patrick Mahomes' end, and it's just maybe the pressure, or you know, he needed to have a bad season, or the Madden curse. But he's just not looking good at all. I mean, come on. Let me ask you something and think about it. If this was last year, or the year before, or the year before that, and it was the Kansas City Chiefs going up against the New York Giants, do you think this? What do you think the score would be going into the second quarter? Going into the second quarter, I think it's about. It should be like fourteen nothing, twenty-one nothing. You know, Patrick Mahomes should have about a hundred and something yards with two touchdowns or three touchdowns so far. You know, something around there. All right. In the second quarter, right, it is seven seven. Patrick Mahomes has an interception. Daniel Jones has an interception, and he just got taken off on a three and out, and he almost just threw his second interception. So, oh my goodness! Oh, Giants recovered the ball. <laughs> Jesus, on a punt return, the Giants receiver drops the ball, and luckily someone else got it. Giants suck. You can't wear number 13 in New York. It's Odell Beckham's number. Oh, the Kansas City Chiefs could have got that. Man, they suck. Kansas City Chiefs suck. And the New York Giants are even worse. I thought the score was going to be negative three to nothing this game. Score for the other team, basically, at this point. These guys don't really know what they're doing. They really don't. You know who knows what they're doing? The LA Rams. They got Von Miller. I didn't I the LA Rams were in the talk of, you know, they wanted to trade Deshaun Jackson. I didn't understand that. Why trade him? You know, like you gave him the veteran deal. You signed him for a reason. You know, he wanted to come to LA. Maybe he didn't. Uh, but you know, he's good for the deep ball. I mean, I don't know if you watch it, but uh sometimes they're connected Matthew Stafford and Deshaun Jackson's connection isn't really that good. Sometimes he hits him. Sometimes he misses him. Um, but I would have kept him. I don't mind him being on the team. I guess there was something there that I didn't really see that, you know, why they want to mutually part ways. And they don't, they're not they're not doing it, you know, in a loud way. They're doing it in silence. Both team, both sides mutually agreed to a trade. You know, they have until tomorrow. And let's see if he goes. Do I know where he's going to go? No. But I do think that, Right now, the best place, and I would like to see if they trade him for Odell Beckham. I would love to see that. Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Van Jefferson, Odell Beckham, Tyler Higby, and then on the defense, you got Aaron Donald, Vaughn Miller, and Jalen Ramsey. Think about that for a sec, ladies and gentlemen. Think about it. How good would that team be? How good would it be to have that offense? How good would it be to have that defense that's already there? So... I mean, it's going to be very interesting. I think the L.A. Rams after this one, they're going to be very good. And I think with the Tennessee Titans, you know, losing Derrick Henry, they're going to be very bad. You know, it's getting interesting. You know, after this week, we've, we've, we've reached a half point. 
And this is when teams are finally going to decide to either get decide who wants to make the playoffs and who isn't. You know, they're going to have to wake up every Sunday, Monday, or Thursday and want it more than the team they're playing. You know, and that proved against this Sunday in the game of the week with Tom Brady and the Tom Brady and the New Orleans Saints. You know, Saints went out there and they made Tom Brady look human. You know, two interceptions and a pick six and a fumble. Now you're watching that game going into half. Tom Brady, they're down by a lot, you know, 21 to 7. Then it's 24 to 7. Then it's 24 to 14. Then it's 24 to 21. And then Tom Brady has the ball, takes the lead. It's, you know, 20. 20, they had 24, I believe, right? So it was about 27 to 24, you know, I think. And then Saints come down and they get a field goal. And you have a minute 14 left in the fourth quarter, and you're giving the ball back to Tom Brady. Even Bleacher Report posted it like, you're giving the ball back to Tom Brady with a minute 14 left, like, what are you doing? Tom Brady storms on the field, throws an interception, and they lose the game. It was a great game. It was a very back-and-forth game. I liked it a lot. You know, they really proved that Tom Brady is human. So, you know, like, like I said, it's a it's come to a point where, and this is why I said I said it last week, where football is very interesting this year. It's any, Anyone can win. You know, and it showed between the Jets and the Bengals. The fucking Jets won. Shout out to the Jets and all Jets fans listening out there. Your Jets, your Jets won. Like that's unbelievable. Shout out to them. They beat the number one team. You know, the Packers who didn't have Devontae Adams, who didn't have um, Van Le- uh, Adam Lazard and Van Scanling, I think his name is. I don't really know his name. I, I always mess up his last name. And they won. I mean, of course, Kyler Murray had a bad throw, but they won. Football is very interesting this year. I love watching it. I, I, the, the weeks just get better and better. With no Derek, with no Derrick Henry, Tennessee comes into double over, you know, to overtime, and they beat the Indianapolis Colts. You know, no Dak Prescott. Uh, I don't know if anyone saw that Dallas game, but did anyone see Amari Cooper's catch? I mean, Jesus, what a catch that was! Bounced off the defender, bounced off him, caught it, gets hit, and holds it for the catch. Comes down, gets another catch, runs up the field for an about a 20-yard gain. One-on-one in the corner, throws it up, touchdown. Dallas is the real deal this year. As much as I hate to say it, Dallas is the real deal. And any team can take it. I think Dallas, Dallas is going to win that division. They have no competition in that division. They're going to storm through. you know, And they have a great start already. And... I think that division in general, it's going to be tough for any other team to make the playoffs. You know, you got the Cardinals, the Rams, the Buccaneers, and then you have um, Dallas, Green Bay, you know, New Orleans. It's going to be tough for any other team to really want it over there. You know, I think that that side is already set. Now, for that side, you know, that's anyone's game, you know. AFC is anyone's game. Because, you know, there's a lot of teams that have the same, about the same uh, record. You know, it's very close. AFC is too close. 
You know, I went to, oh, the Bengals, the Bengals, the Bengals. Or the Chiefs at first. And it was, oh, no, it's going to be the Chargers. And it was, oh, no, it's going to be the Bengals. Bengals lost. I went to, oh, it's going to be Buffalo. Buffalo lost. You know, it's close. Every game gets close, and that's what we love to watch. That's why we love the game of football, ladies and gentlemen. I love football. We love it. Game six tomorrow, Houston Astros against um, Atlanta Braves. I got Atlanta winning it tomorrow. I hope they win it. God, I hope they win it because I'm really tired of seeing them, seeing uh, seeing a cheating team win. And then this week, yes, we got UFC 268. You love to see it. Of course, Kamaru Usman against Kobe Covington, Rose Namajunas against Zhang Wei Li, and um, Justin Gaethje against Michael Chandler. Listen, I already made my predictions for this. I got Gaethje, I got Rose Namajunas, and I got uh, Kamaru Usman. On the last card on Saturday, I went 6 of 7. I didn't see Glover Teixeira winning. Shout out Glover Teixeira. That was very interesting. Very good fight. So I loved that fight. It was so good. What a what a fucking card that was. Unbelievable. Unreal. I mean, that was such a good card. Islam Makachev, he did his thing. Um, Shamza Shamayev did his thing. It was an amazing card. And guess what? We got a whole nother one coming this Saturday. So how about we all tune in? And we got Canelo Alvarez and Caleb Plant. Plant. And we got Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury uh, uh, press conference. Very good week for sports. Very good week for fight fans. I'm going to tune in. You're going to tune in. We're all going to tune in. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of, podcast of Trash Talk. Make sure you go follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Trash Talk Official. Thank you, and everybody, have a great day.